0: What type of negotiation should you use next time? Let's face it, by now you realize that not every negotiation is the same. Each and every negotiation that we engage in has its own set of characteristics and qualities that set it apart from all of the other negotiations that we've been part of. However, the good news here is that all the negotiations that we participate in fall into one of several different categories of negotiations. In order to make sure that we're able to get the best deal possible out of a negotiation, we need to make sure that we understand what type of negotiation we're preparing to enter into. Make sure that you understand what type of negotiation your next negotiation is. A distributive Negotiation. So, what is a distributive negotiation? A distributive negotiation is a negotiation in which both parties are haggling over a single issue. This is most often the price of a given item. Parties engaged in a distributive negotiation bargain over a fixed amount of value. What they're trying to do is to slice up the pie. As a negotiator, you may find yourself engaged in a distributive negotiation when you're negotiating with a merchant over the price of a rug in a foreign bazaar, or you're at a car dealership negotiating over the price of a car. An integrative negotiation. When you're engaged in an integrative negotiation, there's more than one issue at stake perhaps many issues. When multiple issues are available for discussion, if you were negotiating for a new job, there would be salary, benefits, and a start date. Negotiators have the potential to make trade-offs across issues and create value in cases like this if you care little about a particular issue that the other side values more. You might propose making a concession on that issue in exchange for a concession from the other side on an issue that you value more. Quite often, negotiators make the mistake of assuming that a negotiation is a distributive negotiation, when in fact additional issues can be added to the discussion to make it an integrative negotiation. Team Negotiations You know that you're involved in a team negotiation when at least one of the parties is made up of more than one person. Most often in team negotiations, there are at least two teams involved and perhaps more. Good examples of team negotiations would be contract negotiations between company management and workers or two organizations negotiating a possible merger. Negotiators will typically team up when they believe that their different talents, skills, and knowledge will make them stronger. Indeed, research has shown that when there's at least one team at the bargaining table, negotiators are likely to create more overall value. When setting up your negotiation team, it's wise to determine what role each person will play, plan your negotiating strategy in advance, and Take frequent breaks during the negotiation to discuss how things are going and work out any disagreements that may emerge in private. Multi-Party Negotiations When there are a lot of people at the negotiating table, you may be involved in a multi-party negotiation. A multi-party negotiation is one in which three or more parties are negotiating among each other. They may be involved as individuals or as part of a negotiating team. A common example of this type of negotiation would be when three business partners are deciding where to go for dinner. They can be said to be engaged in a multi-party negotiation. Multi-party negotiations often encompass team negotiations if various teams are at the bargaining table. Business professionals are often overwhelmed by the complexity of multi-party negotiation, but in fact, that complexity can bring benefits. The more issues, parties, and concerns that there are on the table, the more opportunities there are in the negotiation to create value by making trade-offs across issues. Negotiators need to realize that multi-party negotiations sometimes splinter into device factions. This means they need to be managed carefully. Repeated Negotiations versus One-Shot Negotiations Before starting a negotiation, a negotiator needs to ask themselves a key question will I ever be negotiating with this person again? Some negotiations are referred to as being one shot. That is, parties are meeting for a single negotiation with no intent of negotiating together in the future. These types of negotiations can take on many different appearances. An example is negotiators who discuss the price of a used car online, meet in person for a test drive, and then conclude the negotiations a week later, but the expectations in this case are that they will go about their separate ways when the negotiations is over and never meet again. Negotiators need to understand that one-shot negotiations often carry a risk of unethical behavior and hard bargaining if the parties believe that they will have no need to build a trusting relationship. This is different from negotiators who hope to engage in repeated negotiations and tend to work harder to create a sense of mutual trust and their negotiations may be more cooperative and collaborative as a result. What all of this means for you. The key to getting the deal that you want out of your next principal negotiation is to understand what kind of negotiation you're getting ready to participate in. It is true that every negotiation that we take part in is both unique and different. However, all negotiations fall into one of several different types of negotiations. If you understand what kind of negotiation you'll be engaging in, then you'll be able to go in ready and will be successful. The simplest type of negotiation is a distributive negotiation. In these types of negotiations, there's only one issue that has to be resolved. Generally, it has to do with the price of the product. When there's multiple issues that are being negotiated, then you can consider yourself to be involved in an integrative negotiation. If one or more sides bring multiple negotiators to the table, then you're involved in a team negotiation. Things can get even more complicated if you have more than two teams show up to negotiate. This is called a multi-party negotiation. Prior to starting a negotiation, you need to determine if you'll be negotiating with the other side again in the future, or if this will be a one-time thing. In the world of negotiating, knowledge is power. Knowing what kind of negotiation you're prepared to participate in can equip you to have a good understanding of what it is going to take to get the outcome that you seek. If we take the time to study who will be at the table negotiating with us, classify the negotiations, and then pick the negotiation styles and negotiating techniques that we want to use, we have a much better chance of reaching the deal that we want.